I'm going to start here because we haven't talked in, in a week. And I think the last episode we did was just like power ranking. So we actually really haven't talked about the playoffs mm-hmm. and like how they've, how they've come about so far. Has this second round been terribly interesting to you so far? Um, and I look, the Embiid injury took all of the juice out of the Miami Philly series. But even um, that, like, so let's focus okay. on that for one second. Joel Embiid goes down. Okay. Mm-hmm. There was no talk of like, well, the Sixers traded for a guy that was allegedly a top, you know, mm-hmm. some people maybe allegedly still consider him allegedly a top 10 player. Like, can he fulfill, you know, years worth of blown um, potential and put a team on his back against what, some people seem to believe is a beatable Miami team. I think we both feel like they are beatable. None of there was not even any of that discussion because everybody was like, no, they're going to get rolled. And guess what's happened through two games. They've Mm -hmm. gotten rolled. So I guess it's like, yes, the Embiid injury sucks. hundred percent. It stinks. I get that. But in other contexts, in other years with other teams, a top player goes down and it doesn't necessarily mean like the playoff series is like, poof goes up in smoke this one it did and i'm not disagreeing with you i just want to point that out i think i look i don't know if we were disrespectful to miami or not um this i think goes again to well yes fuck the miami heat in all shapes and sizes um but i i think this also plays into our I might have to turn this into a drinking game, the superstar conversation that we just didn't see no. like a superstar on that roster. So as a result, we thought they were susceptible to lose a series where they didn't have the best player. And I think what we're seeing instead is that like the only advantage that the Sixers had would be a healthy Embiid because after you take that out, the Miami Heat roster is better. Um, the Miami Heat, yes. like compared James Harden to Jimmy Butler, the nod to the Miami Heat, compared Tyrese Maxey to Bam Adebayo or whoever the second best player is on the Sixers without Embiid, the edge goes to the Miami Heat. Compare, compare coaches, dear God. Um, well, well, like just look at it. DeAndre Jordan you know, is starting games for the Philadelphia 76ers and the $90 million man, Duncan Robinson, is getting DNPs for the Miami Heat. Like those are coaching decisions, the tough ones you have to make in the playoffs. And Spo is coaching circles around Doc. Granted, Doc is missing his best player, but this might show you sometimes a really great player can hide horrible coaching. I or think not horrible. No, no, I, below average coaching. Well, it can. It, it, yes. can, it can hide it a can lot obviously of hide, hide horrible coaching, but could also like I don't think Doc has coached his best playoffs through two rounds. And maybe not two consecutive playoffs when you factor in them losing to Atlanta last year, you know? Yes. Um, I, it's funny how we're starting off with this series, which I would argue is probably the least interesting of the three series. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get it out. But you know, you talk about coaching in like these specific games to me, the reason why, Nobody was having the conversation about like, oh, can the Sixers overcome this? You know, like, remember, like, geez. And look, I'm not comparing Utah to Miami. Miami's a, and this is, this is going to lead into why I'm, I'm about to praise Miami. But like when the Utah Dallas series started, the, the conversation was all like, 
if the Mavs could just steal one of these games or, you know, and sure enough, they stole two games without Luca and then the series ended how it did. Like there was none of that conversation with this series, because I think on one side you have a Miami team that it's not just about Spo being able to coach in these games. Mm-hmm. It's what he's created in my, and it's, I don't want to attribute it all to him. I think part of it, I, May the Lord strike me down <laughs> uh-huh. comes from up top and, and Pat Riley. And part of it comes from like Jimmy Butler. Like Jimmy Butler is a very particular type of star, not superstar star in our league where I think getting him helped solidify, you know, a culture that, that was, I mean, there were pieces there, but like you brought him in. It's like, Oh, he has a certain type of way about him. Doesn't care about stats. Bam out of bio big part of that as well. And it all goes into the pot and they've created this thing where it's like, Oh, Kyle Lowry's not here. doesn't matter. A Duncan Robinson, a player that we just signed to a lot of money who we relied upon all season long. Yeah. We're just going to go into Like these are not normal NBA things that teams do. And the fact that they've been able to do it uh, is a credit to them. And then on the other side, it's, it's like, <laughs> and this is, I mean, we could have a long conversation about James Harden. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't really want to, but, at some point we probably should because it's like there was just none of that thinking about this Philadelphia team. Not in I one. I who knows. Maybe they come back and they make it a series. I, and B, it sounds like it's not. I mean, he's listed as out as of right now for the for Saturday's game. Yeah. Um, or Friday's game. Excuse me. Yeah. But yeah, I um, I don't know. I just, you know, credit to Miami. I, I hate to say that, but credit to them. They deserve this, the, the longer conversation about James Harden. I, look, I, I've just I've made my feelings known about the guy and how very regular season accomplished. I think he is um, the the only fascinating part about him as far as this series or the, I guess these playoffs are concerned is like that blockbuster trade that happened at the deadline. Ugh, well, may not, may not even matter. For like the we we thought like the the balance shifted, whether it be like oh the Brooklyn got their defensive efforts like that or the their defensive stalwart that hides all the inadequacies that they've had on that end of the floor, and then they got to start a pair with Embiid over in Philly, and then that game when Ben Simmons watched his Nets play in Philadelphia, <laughs> and the net the Nets blew him out, and it's like oh there's a this could be the conference final. And it might not matter at all that trade, at least this year in the playoffs that we might move on without like th- with like the Sixers winning one round, six or five games. It's not going to matter whatsoever. I think that that is a trade that we will look back on as I don't know what we're going to look back on, but it's going to, it's going to, it will go down as one of the more fascinating trades in NBA history because it is, I would argue, well, it yes, it was the pivot point for a Brooklyn uh, experiment. Was it an experiment? I don't know if I'd call it an experiment. It was something, you know, where it's like it was the first step back because everything up until that point had been a step forward, step forward, step forward. Mm-hmm. And then that was the first one that was at least arguably a step back. And then with the process, like it was the end of the process because it was it was them trading away one of the one of the fruits of um of Sam Hinkie's labor, you know, for a guy that was, and, and just to your regular season hardened point, again, this is one stat. It is one stat. It is not everything. It is one stat. Show me. I'm sure maybe you're not as obsessed with this one as I am. 
MVP award shares on basketball reference. Do you ever happen to peruse that list? No, but I know you're about to tell me all about it. It's, it's very simple. It's basically like they have a metric where they give you a number. They generate one number, which says how well you have done in MVP award voting. And so like, obviously if you win an MVP, you're going to get the most points, but like the more years you finish second, the more years you finish third, the more years you finish fourth, like it ups your number. Um, do you care to guess where James Harden ranks? Not amongst active players. Although you could guess where he ranks amongst active players, but where he ranks all time in that stat. Probably really high. There's like, ever since he got paired with D'Antoni, there's like a five year, six year run where Again, he was but like we're talking top two or three. Yeah. We're, we're comparing him to every player in NBA history. And keep in mind that I think if most people were to rank James Harden in NBA history right now, most people would have him what? It, it, around 30, 35, something like that, 40? Around there. Yeah. Okay. So what do you think his MVP award shares ranking is? I'll say number one active or number top three active and top 10 ever. Okay. You're, you're not far off. So he's number two active, number one, and who's also number one all time is LeBron James. Oh, duh. <laughs> yeah. LeBron. Sleeping on LeBron James. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. I, listen, someone out there, I'd be sleeping uh, on LeBron James. Um, he's number 12 all time. Mm-hmm. And I'll just read you the top 11. So LeBron's one. He's a, a hair above Michael Jordan, which if the more. So this is a that's why this is an interesting stat. The more years you play that you don't get any MVP conversation, you know, you're going to keep going down. So there's a chance that Jordan will pass LeBron at some point. But LeBron and Jordan are in a class by themselves. There's a little gap. Then there's Kareem, obviously, who won six MVPs. So that was mm-hmm. big. But he also played a long time. Um, then Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, six is Bill Russell, seven Shaq. Interesting. He only won one. Malone, eight. Duncan, nine. Kobe, 10. Wilt Chamberlain, 11. Um, so you got Harden here at 12, above some guys like Durant, David Robinson, mm-hmm. three-time MVP Moses Malone. Uh, KG, Curry, Hakeem, Oscar, Barkley. Like, this is where he is. So, if you're talking about like rank James Harden as a regular season player all time, mm-hmm. there's a real conversation. He's like, I don't know, he's top 15 ever. I, I, it's but, not based on regular season performance thus yeah, far. Who cares? Well, who cares? Exactly. Exactly. Like, at a certain point, like Harden's peak MVP seasons happened when Durant decided to go play with the Warriors. And we do this thing with MVP where we like demerit a guy if his roster is competent. Like Jokic is going to win the MVP this year because of the load he had to carry this year. Jokic, uh, Doncic is going to get uh, MVP votes this year yeah. because of the load he had to carry. James Harden made all of this MVP credit that he had because it was him for two seasons. Then he got Chris Paul for two seasons. Like, yeah, that, that's that's the thing we did with James Harden. And like we did it with Giannis for two seasons. And like whoever it is next that's going to happen is going to get that. Like LeBron, his first two MVPs yeah, but then his second carried two. his second two were different because it was like, yeah, duh. Let's give this guy shooting 60% from the field the MVP <laughs> award. How's that? Yeah, it's, that's it. He was so clearly the best player yeah. in the sport that. Yeah. Okay. It seems like and look, Jordan didn't win it a, on on the ninety the 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 last. He won it no. the second to last. He didn't win in ninety seven, but 
You know, that's I'm it. not even saying the 90s is part of this conversation. I'm saying now because, and this is not a pushback on analytics, but it has seemed like you get penalized more when like you're you're uh, on off is different because your bench is terrible. You know, well, I think a little bit the, the Durant stuff. I don't know. Did Durant deserve to win one of those? years with the Warriors. I don't, not I mean, win, one of them not win. Wasn't finishing top five, John. That's my argument. Like the reason we didn't consider him, like how valuable are you? You're on the Warriors. Steph, That's how fair. valuable are you? You're on the Warriors. Meanwhile, Steph went from unanimous MVP to not finishing top five in MVP because he got Kevin Durant. And so we penalized him. You make a good for, point. Which is why James Harden can have all the MVP shares he wants. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> you are worthless come playoff time when the referees don't give it's, you every single call that you've ever gotten in the regular season. Well, it goes back to uh, you're already drinking Zach Lowe's comparison <laughs> uh, of Harden to um, Carl Malone yes. because of all of all the names that I that I just read off in the top eleven before Harden. Every one of those guys is considered amongst, at the very least, the top dozen players ever, with the exception of Carmelone, who most people have, a, like, you know, 20, whereabouts, 20, 25. And that's only because he's the second leading scorer of all time, I think, goes into that, too. So what's Michael you know, Jordan's first MVP year? I believe it's 88. Yes. And it's also his highest, I think, his highest value over replacement player year, his highest. Oh, his win numbers shares. that year were fucking right. ridiculous. They're nuts. Yeah. Like, won the scoring title was like 36 or 37 a game. And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that the Bulls hadn't fully developed into the well oiled machine they'd become sure. in, the, in the 90s. Yeah. So we penalized other guys, but we rewarded Michael Jordan for his teammates not being as up to par, you know? Yeah. So that's where. I don't know. Like, I think it does show you're more valuable if you can be like a superstar player on a 52 win team that would have won 25 games, how it matters to the grand scheme of things in the playoffs and, and all of that stuff. I think well constructed rosters win playoff games and certain superstars with well constructed teams can also win playoff games. Well, I think James Harden has shown Time and time again, that these regular season accomplishments that he's had are not going to translate come playoff time. And here we are again proving that. <laughs> <laughs>